Welcome to episode 48 of The Better Show. Today we discuss one of our favorite apps that can make your travel experience a whole lot better. It is a show for people who want to get better by people who love getting better, and that's that's us. When you start thinking about all the different ways that we can improve and we can get better and we can help the people around us get better, it's such a wide world. It covers almost every aspect of human experience and daily life. I'm pretty excited about building a community of like-minded people. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Better Show. I am Ian Mikatel. I'm Darren Austin. And I'm Mark Rogers. And on this episode, we have one of our better bites. These are small bite-sized episodes that we do every so often. And -hmm. we typically talk about uh, products that we have found that we're enjoying and testing out and using. And uh, sometimes they're brand new things, but sometimes they are old favorites. Yeah, ones that we go to. Oldie but goldie. Exactly. And that is the case this time. We are talking about a travel... Would you call it a travel app, guys? I guess so, right? It's just yeah, a, yeah. It's sort app. of a travel management app, or uh, almost like your your personal travel agent. Yeah. So we're talking about an app called TripIt, and if you haven't heard of this app, it is uh, it's been around for quite a while, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of people use it. It's pretty popular. But there's we were talking about it the other day, and there's a lot to this app that I think uh, it's one of those ones where like you kind of use it, and you always feel like in the back of your mind, maybe I'm not getting everything out of it. Uh, am mm-hmm. I missing something? Oh, there's or... way more features than I know I use. And I think it's I crazy. Pro, I have a pro level subscription. I don't use it at all. Same here. Same here. Mm-hmm. And me too. So, uh, yeah. So, I, and I know March was actually uh, the one who brought this up because he said, hey, I've been using this. I just did some traveling and some vacations and mm-hmm. uh, I have some experiences to talk about. So, I'll, as we always do, March, we'll, let's start with the why it matters. Like, why should people even consider using a travel app? What does that even mean? Yeah, no, totally. Well, I think... When you think about everything that you want to get out of a trip and whether it's a business trip and you're really just trying to get uh, maximum efficiency or whether it's a vacation and you're trying to have maximum fun or uh, some other kind of trip, the things that you don't want to have are all of the hassles that come with it. There's so many details that are only important for the length of the trip and then aren't important at all. Things like, do you have all of your tickets? Do you have all of your IDs, passports, information? Do you know every reservation number that you need to know? Do you know where you're supposed to be, when you're supposed to be to catch your train or your ferry or your plane? And nothing can ruin a trip faster than losing track of some of those details and suddenly finding that you're going to miss the train or you're at the wrong gate at the airport because they changed it for the flight or uh, mm-hmm. you don't have the address for the hotel and, you know, the computers are down at the hotel and so they need your reservation number. Like any one of these things, whether you're there for business or whether you're there for family, whether you're there for vacation, you don't want any of this noise in your life. But it's uh, it's very easy to happen and it's very, it can happen very easily. And so an app like TripIt is really trying to make sure that that doesn't get in your way. Yeah, you know how what I was thinking about is you remember how people used to, or still do, I guess, they buy trip insurance. Right. Oh, yeah. It's like... Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a travel app in my mind is a, a digital version of trip insurance, right? It's like uh, it can help you yeah, just in a bunch point. of ways have a better experience. Yeah. 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 I'm curious. How did you both hear about TripIt? Like like people, I, I can sort of remember how I learned about it. It was quite a long time ago. But uh, I learned about it because somebody said, oh, look, you if you just forward your confirmations to this email, to this service... It'll just scrape through and, and automatically format your itinerary for all your travel plans. That's I, I remember hearing about this probably 
I don't know, the late 2000s, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I distinctly remember this because I was fascinated by it. I was like, oh my God, that's done so well. Um, and then later on, of course, they launched the ability to sort of scrape your inbox. But how did you guys hear about yeah. it? Hey, everybody, Ian here. Hope you're enjoying this episode. Uh, a quick break to talk about the only sponsor for this episode, which is actually our own newsletter, The Better Show Bits. And just like the podcast, it is a newsletter for people who want to get better. And here's how it works. Would you like to get a very short email each Friday with a roundup of our best stuff that we found to get more out of life? That could include interesting new articles we found, stories of crazy experiments we're testing out ourselves, or my personal favorite, which is simply new products that we've discovered that you can try out. If you would like to receive this or just check it out, head on over to bettershow.io slash newsletter. Drop in your email and you'll get the very next one. All right, that's it. Let's get back to the show. Well, for me, it was that there was a, a now quite a long time ago when Triffitt was bought by Concur, which is a sort of a large scale travel agency company. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are they do a lot of like uh, corporate travel bookings for companies and Microsoft partnered with them and so at the time, every Microsoft employee who was doing a business trip got offered a free um, TripIt Pro subscription. Oh, nice. I got grandfathered in. I still have a TripIt Pro subscription through that, through that offer. And, uh, and so that's how I found out about it. I literally got it in my work email inbox. And I clicked one button and everything for that business trip just started showing up in TripIt. It was and just I magic. The, yeah. But, now, mm-hmm. it's funny. When I started using it, they didn't have a mobile app. Uh, it was only a website. And uh, and now, of course, they have mobile apps for for iPhone and Android, which are the ones that I use mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. But at the time, it was really trying to deal with this problem of, you know, every time you book a hotel or you book an airplane flight or anything or a ticket, you get this incomprehensible email confirmation back, right? And sometimes yeah, it's like a PDF, like an terrible. eight-page PDF. Um, yeah. And on page seven is some crucial number that you're supposed to memorize or something. And at, mm-hmm. or these terribly formatted emails. And so it was really trying to say, you know, when you're standing in, you know, it's midnight and you're at the hotel check-in desk and somebody says, oh, sorry, we can't find your reservation. What's your reservation number? And you are suddenly like in your email, scrolling back, trying to find the name of the hotel, you know, trying mm-hmm. to load a PDF on your phone to go to the ninth page to find that number. Like that, that was the problem they were trying to solve. And I think they've actually done that really well. Now they've added a bunch of services on top of it. But the mm-hmm. number one thing, the number one use case to me is these random numbers when you're supposed to need them that are going to be important for that one five minutes and are never going to be important again. It's it's about bringing that to to the tip of your fingers. Yeah. And, and I think, I don't know if you mentioned this uh, or alluded to it, but sometimes you've got multiple numbers that you have to uh, keep right. track of. So you've got one for yeah. the airline, then you've got one for the, for the, the uh, travel agent or whatever that you booked it with. Uh, sometimes there's a third one. I have no idea where the third one goes or where it comes from, but like <laughs> TripIt does do a really good job of putting yeah. all those numbers. Yeah. I mean, I've had, I was at a rental car counter one time asking, you know, and, and they said, do you have a, a reservation number? And I said, sure. And I'd listed off one. They were like, no, that's not our format. And I said, all right, hold on. Here's another one. I list, you know, they said, nope, that's not ours either. Okay. Here's the third one. Oh yeah. That's the one. Like, <laughs> and they were all just right, right there in the app. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Um, how about you and Ian? How did you hear about it? I don't even remember. Uh, I had I, I was trying to look on my phone uh, to see how long ago I downloaded it, but it's been a it's been a bunch of years. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because 
I feel like the thing for me that I, I get the most value out of TripItIn is how it kind of organizes information around a trip from multiple areas like you guys are talking about. But what I love that they've done is all the ways they do really smart notifications mm-hmm. based on that data. And so I, I've used those a bunch of times, whether it's like, I swear, I've gotten the notification from TripIt about a flight being delayed before the actual airline's app notification. That is That has happened to me multiple times. Yeah, And it makes mm-hmm. no sense, but it, you know, I... It just happens. I don't know what they do, but they have uh, magic over there in their servers, and uh, <laughs> and it's helped. It saved me. Um, I mean, I've had it happen when yeah. you know I was about to head out the door, right, for the airport, and it was delayed, you know, four hours or something. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had it when I'm in the airport with connections. I've had it. Um, yeah. You know, a new feature recently was they added the. Uh, they now tell you how long the security lines are taking. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Yeah, which is really great. Um, I, I think that only works in inside the US, but uh, it's really helpful. Yeah. Multiple times I've been saved where I'm just getting arriving at the airport and it pings me about a gate change. Then that gate is in like a different right. terminal. So my whole route through the airport is going to be different. And I follow when I get there. And literally I, uh, more than once I have gotten to that new gate. And just as I sit mm-hmm. down, I hear the announcement over the intercom that they're announcing the gate change. And that means mm. that there are tens, if not a hundred people sitting at the wrong gate right now in a different terminal who right. are saying all the sorts of words that you don't say in front of your kids and picking up their bags <laughs> and starting to like <laughs> trek all the way to the far end of the airport. Multiple times I've had that happen. I, again, I don't know how how they manage to get their information so quickly. I think mm-hmm. part of it is just that's their that's their hero experience, right? And I think you have to be a part of the pro subscription to get the reminders and notifications. But, you know, I think when you think about, like, what is an airline app trying to do? What are they trying to be good at? That's one of a hundred things they're trying to be good at is this notifications of changes. You know, the airline, the airport, you know, they have to they have some sort of queue where they have to say, okay, that we're going to give an announcement about this airline and it's either going to be automated or it's going to be a person, but they can only have one intercom going at once in an airport terminal. And so they have to get into Mm -hmm. a queue. Um, And so that causes often like a 15 or 20 minute delay before they can send out that message. So, yeah, that's uh, that has saved me multiple times. That's that's probably the reason why I still do it. It's interesting. So, uh, March, you mentioned the term magic moment. Um, mm-hmm. And this was something. So, uh, TripIt was obviously a, uh, a service that I was paying a lot of attention to when I worked at Expedia. So, uh, I don't think I've mentioned this to the show before, but uh, once upon a time, I worked at Expedia helping start their mobile division and mm-hmm. launching their mobile apps and mobile website. And TripIt was a phenomenal service. And one of the things that we were looking at at the time was this idea of how, what, what could we do to provide a, your own travel Sherpa, like your guide for tra- making travel easier. And TripIt right, was right. Um, not as full features as it is today, but it was actually quite good. And we looked for, you know, very uh, in depth at exactly what you just said, March, the magic moment. And it was, it was that, that magic moment of, that you get an itinerary, it is it is garbage or it's you know it's formatted poorly, but TripIt just brings everything right there and right. and then that that was one and then the other one was the one you just ma- you mentioned when you get alerted about important information to save you time, it's just it's it's truly magic, yeah, yeah, totally is. 
just because you've mentioned it a few times, uh, the pro version of TripIt, if you're interested, it's $49 a year. So around mm-hmm. $4 a month is what you're going to pay to upgrade. And then the difference is, and we'll probably talk more moving into our tips and tricks and hacks section or you know, what are our favorite features of the app. We'll talk about this more in depth uh, maybe, but just looking at this kind of free versus pro chart on their site, uh-huh. if you upgrade to pro, you get real-time flight alerts. Uh, they'll locate alternate flights for you. They'll find out when a better seat's available. They'll give uh, refunds for your flights. You'll get notifications about that. Uh, they have a reward program points uh, kind of monitor system that aggregates all the different airlines points into one view. Mm-hmm. And then you can share your plans with um, inner circle automatically with your inner circle. So you can set, I think I haven't actually used that one. Uh, I don't know if that have, one but... I actually do use. That's been one of the, that's been one of the coolest okay. features for me. Well, let's talk about yeah. that one in a sec. And mm-hmm. then the last thing is you can save money with, uh, they give you VIP travel benefits. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's some other really cool features in the app too, that I, I hope we can talk about. Do do you want to dive into that March a little bit? Yeah, no, totally. Um, so for folks who don't know, the sort of basic mechanics of it is you get all of these incomprehensible emails and you forward them to an email address, which I believe is plans at tripit.com. Now, for that to work, you have to have that email address that you're emailing from set up as your Tripit account um, when the basic one is free. But essentially, you forward all these emails. You get this email and you're like, cool, forward it. And then what the Tripit service does is it makes sense of all of these emails and turns them into little trips. And the trip is kind of this agenda made up of little cards of like, okay, so first you're going to get on an airplane and then you're going to, you know, fly from Seattle to Boston. And here's all, here's just the details you need. Here's the, what uh, gate it's going to be. Here's what the flight number is. Here's what time you need to get through security. Here's the reservation number. That's all it shows you. Everything else is hidden. And then, you know, the next little card is going to be, okay, you're staying at this hotel in Boston. Here's the check-in date. Here's the checkout date. Here's the address of the hotel. Here's your reservation number. That's all there is. And then it's got, you know, whatever, let's say, here's your rental car information. Uh, here's where you should pick up your rental car. Here's the confirmation number. Uh, here's the kind of car you're going to get. No other information. Just very, these very simple, easy to understand cards is really what it it gives you when you forward these emails. There's a, there's another way to do it, which I have never bothered setting up, which is you can actually give it permission to read your email. That's um, what I do. Yeah, I do that And then it too, will it automatically wonderful. build those agendas for you without you having to even forward the emails because it just checks your email for anything that looks like a confirmation and then turns it into trip. And then it's smart, right? Like if it sees... You have a flight on August 1st and you have a hotel on August 6th and the hotel is in the city where your flight is to. Like it, it knows to put that together. You don't have to tell it to mm-hmm. make a trip out of multiple different It does a pretty good job dates. of that. Yeah. It figures out how to pair locations and dates in a way and says, okay, this is a trip to Boston. This is a trip to San Francisco. They're different trips. They have different hotels. I'll make two different trips, which is the, the basic concept. Yeah. One interesting thing about that is that if you, it actually catches Eventbrite receipts for me. So if I'm going to so mm, a networking right. event or if I'm going to a, a local event here and it's through Eventbrite, it'll actually pull that stuff in too, which is funny uh, because of the way I also use it, which is to let my mom know when I'm traveling. She's always curious about when I'm traveling. Oh, right, right. And every once in a while, I'll talk to my mom and she'll say, oh, I see you're going to a show tonight. <laughs> So <laughs> that's kind of so funny. funny. That is funny. I uh, speaking of sharing, that's it's one of the things I do. I always share my trips with Kristen, and sometimes they're business trips, sometimes they're personal. But then it just gives her a sense of like, you know, how's it 
when is it going you can actually have it automatically post those things to your calendar and so it can create little calendar reminders for you and for anyone else who's sharing that calendar about like when things are going to happen and when you're arriving and when you're flying out which can be helpful for picking people up at the airport and things like that um really cool so we use we use the sharing piece a lot actually to that point that you mentioned darren about eventbrite i used it recently for my trip to portugal and to the portuguese islands of um, madeira and then the azores and i was i was booking multiple scuba diving trips and previously i'd only ever used TripIt for um flights hotel and car rental and i kind of actually thought that was all it could do mm. but then i was i forwarded on these emails which were again sort of like simpler but again incomprehensible emails about my scuba diving confirmation when they were where it was supposed to be and it knew what to do with them, which was kind of amazing. Um, so I assume yeah. it, it has it can recognize events, and it just has a more a simpler event template. But it knew the address. It mm -hmm. knew when I had to leave my hotel to get to where I was supposed to go at the right amount of time. And it just it you know it's actually I presume they're continuing to improve their ability to understand emails like that. Yeah, they have to actually that is really cool. They have to actually get samples of the email itineraries, and then they mm -hmm. have to train. Uh, a system. I would. I wouldn't call it a AI system. It's more of a scraping type of thing to actually right. understand what pieces go where. Uh, but it's actually quite a labor-intensive process. So they've been doing it quite a while, and it's pretty good. And like you say, it's just getting better. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a couple other. Shall I just mention a few of the other features, Ian? That um, that exist yeah. inside the app. So you've got the basic thing. If you let's say most people are going to experience it on their app. So you've sent. All of the um, all of these confirmation emails to uh, TripIt, or you've given it permission to read your email, and uh, and then what happens? So you crack open the the app. What are you going to see? You're going to see those little cards for each of the individual trips. You can share it with people. You can see trips that someone else shared with you, um, and you can also store other relevant information that is the sort of information you're likely to need on a trip. And so you can do things like take a photo of your passport. Uh, you can take a photo of your driver's license. You can take a photo of your global entry card if you're in the U.S. and you're in that program, and it'll store all that data for you in these little easy-to-access cards. And one of the things about that, I, I double-checked this before I, I looked at it, is they encrypt all of that information on your pin, uh, sorry, on your phone. And then if you want to access it in as well as op unlocking your phone and opening the app, you have to enter a four-digit pin so that it's really secure um, right. You know, because it is technically an image of your passport or whatever, which is something you don't want other people to get their hands on. So it's got that ability to store those things. The other thing you can do if you have the pro version is uh, you can enter in all of your, you know, rewards programs, like your airline loyalty programs. And it does two things. One, it just stores that information and keeps it there. The second is mm -hmm. if you if you receive a ticket confirmation and your um, your rewards number is not um, added on that in on that itinerary it'll let you know that you can and it'll give you the link to go add it which is nice and then the third one which is really helpful to me is it'll tell you let's say that i have a and i in fact i do i have a delta um, loyalty number and i can never keep track of who partners with delta like where can i claim miles on other airlines mm -hmm. that are partners of delta and it knows yeah. that and so it can go oh you have delta and you just booked a flight on iceland icelandic airlines uh, you can you can apply that to your to your Delta numbers, which is yeah. really nice. Mm -hmm. That's super nice. I didn't know about the passport one either. Where do you, where do you go in the app to do that? Um, I believe that it, so in the Pro app in the settings there's a or sorry in the under the uh, the hamburger menu the three line menu um, there's a thing called documents. 
Cool. Um, that I that that's awesome. that I put in my my bits and pieces in there. So that's tracking reward information. There's two cool features that actually, when I first heard about them, they took me a minute to get my head around because I didn't understand them immediately, but they're relatively new. One of them is if you buy your plane ticket and let's say you paid $800 Mm -hmm. and then two weeks later before the flight, but two weeks later, the flight drops to $600, you may be eligible Mm. for a refund. You, you You might be able to call up the airline and say, hey, I bought this for $800. You're selling it for $600 now. I want my $200 back. Um, but it can right. be really hard nice. to know that that's happening unless you're like obsessively clicking refresh on their website. And so mm-hmm. what um, what the TripIt app will do is it will keep an eye on those uh, current prices and it will notify you if you have a price that you could get um, you could get a refund on, which is really cool because it has to be this. It, it's it's like all in the fine print, right? Which is it has to be the exact same type of ticket. It has to be the same itinerary. Everything has to be the same for you to be able to get a, an eligible refund. So it's a real pain to keep track of yourself, but it's a it's a cool feature. And then there's another one, which is if you booked a flight and let's say that you love an aisle seat, uh, but there was no aisle seats available, so you're stuck in a middle seat. You can actually tag that flight and say, I really like aisle seats. If an aisle seat opens up on the on that flight, let me know. Um, so if oh, somebody cancels or changes, nice. that's cool, yeah. right? So those those two features mm-hmm. are fairly new. Which is they can let you know if you're if you're owed your money back from the airline because they dropped the price, uh, mm-hmm. or um, you couldn't get a good seat, or maybe you couldn't get a seat together with someone else that you're flying with. You're like in two separate seats and parts of the airplane. You could say, actually, mm-hmm. if a seat opens up in either one of these places, let me know, and then and it will let you know, and then you can call the airline immediately and say, I want that seat. That's really cool. Yeah. Hey, nice. I have a, I have a, I have a feature I gotta tell you guys about. I don't know yeah, if you know yeah. about this one. Do you, do you know about the Go Now feature? No. Tell me about that one. No. What is okay. that? So Go Now is a pro only feature. I know we keep talking about the pro, but maybe the takeaway from this is that pro might be actually worth it in this app. Yeah, I think it's maybe. totally like try, try the, uh, try the free one, and if you're into it and you find yourself using it, you know, more than once or twice a year, then yeah. throw it, throw down the fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or, or by the way, if you do travel a lot for work, maybe you can expense it. Yeah. Who knows? That's mm. even better. Uh, all right. So here's the Go Now feature. The idea is um, it is off by default in your Pro account. So you will need to go turn this on even if you have Pro. So that's that's tip one. Okay. What it does is they you turn this on and a couple hours before your flight or your, uh, yeah, I guess your departure for your flight, they start they will turn on your location tracking and they will start sending your location to trip it. Mm-hmm. And then they'll use that to alert you when it's time to leave for the airport. Oh, nice. And so that way, no matter like if this happens to me all the time when I'm doing trips is that, you know, you try to plan your final hours before getting to the airport or whatever, and you're mm-hmm. trying to cram some stuff in oh, and yeah. you might be, you know, I'm in a trip in Chicago and I want to go get a hot dog before, you know, we fly out and then you're across town. Yeah. Uh, this one's nice because it can kind of monitor that for you and let you know, like, you need to get into the taxi now. Like, this is, you're going to miss mm. it. I love it. So um, have you have you actually used it? Yeah, I used it on my last trip in Chicago uh, they, and I found it to be super helpful. Do they do more than like, you need to be in a taxi now? Do they kind of say you have to be in a taxi in 15 minutes? Uh, so that's a good question. Uh. I don't remember how early they told me. I, I want to say yeah. that they gave me enough time to call an Uber. So yeah, I think it okay. may have said like okay. you need to leave in 15 minutes or something. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, cool. I don't know. I thought that was a really cool feature. You, it's, it's one of those no, ones it where like great. 
they're thinking deeply about the the scenarios, right? right. Like they're totally right. like trying to play the user. Yeah. It's really nice. Now, what's actually yeah. really great about that is that most people, if they travel a little bit, have a rough sense of how long it takes to get to the airport in their hometown. Right. But what where that's really useful is like you're somewhere you've never been before. Where is the airport? Like, I mean, you it, mm-hmm. that's actually really helpful because I constantly have to look that up. You know. Yeah, I'm and in, they they even mention. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say they even mentioned that they they add in real time traffic, um, right? And flight status. So they're kind of comboing your location, real time traffic, and flight status to figure out the perfect time for you to go. So yeah, yeah. Very cool. That's nice. so yeah. So Tripit's Tripit is great, and uh, and the free version is definitely worth checking out. The thing that won me over originally was ugh, all of these terrible, incomprehensible emails turned into a nice, easy to use card, and that's in the free version. But the reason Magic the thing moment. that that's right, and the thing that stuck me with the app, the reason why I still use it for every trip is the reminders and the notifications, um, which is a pro yeah. feature, but but is way worth fifty bucks a year for me. Totally, totally. I agree. Cool. Um, So one thing I will say, which is while I love TripIt, I use Inbox by Gmail. Do either of you guys use Inbox? No, I've always been curious about that. I I did try it for a very short time, but I never, it never took. You use it, huh? Yeah, so I do. So one of the things they have in in Inbox by Gmail is this auto bundling feature where it takes your emails and it says, oh, these are all financey things and it puts them in a little finance bundle. Oh, these are all uh, promos. We're going to put them in here. This is like social media. We're going to put them in these little bundles. The goal is basically to try and say the emails that stand out are the ones from other humans as opposed to all the notifications we get in our email. So one of the things that they added, I think they added this a couple of years ago, but it's been getting better and better, is called Trips. And so if you're in Gmail, whether it's on your phone or or on the web, there's a little thing in the sidebar called trips, which will picture of an airplane. And when you tap on it, they actually do a, they do the same thing that Tripit does, which is they look at all of these uh, confirmation emails that you get from for your travel, and they build little reporting cards on it. And the cards are actually super easy. Like it, um, they don't do the reminders or anything like the other cool features. So I'm not I'm not gonna like cancel my Tripit subscription. But they do mm-hmm. do the like, oh, what's that confirmation number? And I find it just be, you know, oftentimes I'm in my email already or it's very close to hand. And so I can just really quickly reference that confirmation number. And and I like that. And so uh, another way to sort of maybe try out this scenario for yourself is Inbox by Gmail does does this sort of processing itself. And obviously that's free as part of Gmail. Uh, and so that, you know, that's the thing that I'm going to be trying out anyway, is seeing like, I want to compare side by side, how good a job does Gmail do? How much, how good a job does Tripit do with like processing those emails and giving you just the information you need? Cause sometimes I haven't noticed this yet, but I'm surprised that I have never confused Tripit with like, you get a confirmation and then you get a second email, which is actually your receipt. Right. Or right. you get an email and then and then like you get an updated email or you cancel a flight or you change a flight. Like all of these things that you would think this is probably pretty hard to to make sure that you keep it clear. Both, mm-hmm. um, you know, TripIt's always done a really good job with, you know, I've never seen a duplicate trip. And I'm kind of amazed that I've never seen a thing going, oh, I thought these were two different trips because, you know, it was a change of a flight number or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm curious yeah. to see if if Gmail can do as good a job. You know, I have gotten duplicate trips before, um, mm-hmm. and it's been mostly when I've changed an itinerary. So if I had to change a flight or or something like that, that's usually when that's happened. Right. Um, 
or yeah, I think that's probably the only time, or if there was some other update that TripIt didn't know about, uh, that happened through a travel agent, it could be yeah. anything, I don't know, hotel change or something like that. Yes, indeed. Cool. Okay. All right. So, so I think we would, we would recommend that people give TripIt a try. Give yeah. TripIt a try. It rolls yeah. off the tongue. It does. Mm-hmm. All right. So that would be our better next step. Go download TripIt, give it a shot. Uh, or just any tripping trip advising management kind of app that can help you out. Yeah. I know another one, uh, by the way, if you're on iOS, I don't know. I'm assuming they put it on Android too at this point is uh, Google has another uh, trip app called Google Trips. Mm. And so what's cool about that one is it's slightly different. They tried to do something different with it. So it's more for planning your trip. And so uh, uh, see, you just yeah. give it a location and it starts giving you lots of like really kind of nicely curated ideas of things to do and uh, oh, a whole bunch nice. of stuff like that that sounds really good yeah so, let's check that out and that's called Google yeah Trip. Yeah, complimentary there's yeah. another one called trip case which is actually pretty nice too um i i don't think it has the robustness that trip it does in terms of being able to understand so many different types of itinerary emails but uh trip case has actually won some awards some design awards and it's been around oh gosh got to be eight plus years so so that's yeah. another alternative to check out as well Cool. cool. All right, guys, let's wrap this one up. That was a quick little better bite on uh, trip apps, specifically TripIt. If you uh, have used your own or have suggestions for us, let us know. You can reach out to us in a bunch of different ways. March, how can people get a hold of us if they'd like to? If you are a social media type of person, then you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Better Show. And we would love to hear from you. You can give us feedback, suggestions, recommend the trip app that you like the best. You can also email us hi at the better show. Sorry, hi at bettershow.io. And if you forget any of this information or you want to find out any more information about this show or any of our previous shows, you can always go to www.bettershow.io and find everything about us and all our previous shows. And Mr. Darren, what is the number one thing someone could do if they want to help out the show? Well, if you really like what we're doing here and you're getting some value out of some of these shows, do us a favor and first of all, tell a friend. Uh, we like to spread the word in word of mouth advertising and, and recommendations are the best thing we could ask for. Um, also, drop over to iTunes and put in a review for us. We'd love to see a five-star review from you. Write a little something about what you like about the show. We read every one of those reviews. And every time you review it or every review that comes in really helps other people discover the show, which helps us make a better show overall. Perfect. All right. Well, for this episode of The Better Show... I am Ian McTell. I'm Darren Austin. And I'm Mark Rogers. And we will see you next episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks again for listening to The Better Show. Three quick notes before we go. Number one, we really hope what you heard today can help you on your journey to getting better. And if it did, it'd mean the world to us if you could head on over to iTunes or wherever you found the show and leave a review. This is one of the best ways to help grow the show and ultimately the community that we're trying to build together. Number two, for links to anything you heard in today's episode, just head on over to bettershow.io. While you're there, Sign up for our Better Show newsletter, 
where each week we send a summary of the latest tips, tricks, and hacks, and cool articles that we've come across in our journey to getting better. And finally, number three, join the conversation and let us know how you're getting better. On Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, just search The Better Show. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next episode.